Attention! The movie guys love movies. Any comments made during this showcast are done by professionals on a closed course and for the amusement and entertainment of your friends. Please try these jokes at home. Isn't that right, movie guys? Hey, that's the name of the show. That'll learn you to stomp grapes in our show. I almost feel bad for her now. That's more graphic just listening to than watching. Oh, 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 oh! That is a viral video that plays in audio quite well. Yes, yes it does. You know, it almost plays even better because in the background you can hear like, music's all happy and then she's, oh, 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 in the foreground. I always feel bad in that clip because she's making a funny. She, yeah. she she does this thing with the other girl, the stomping grapes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, clip. She's like, I'm doing a and bit. She, she goes, okay, let's stop. And the other girl, the news girl stops and she goes, ah, and she pretends she's doing it real fast and just loses her footing. <laughs> just, and you're like, oh, it was just like making that joke that Lucy ruined. made it look so fun. Yeah, Lucy didn't <laughs> fall and do whatever, Lucy break didn't her, sever whatever. her spleen. Yeah, but Lucy didn't have the cut back to the guys in studio going, oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. She really hurt herself there. <laughs> that is actually the best thing about that clip, is when you cut back to the news people, ooh, I, I you know, uh, really hurt. <laughs> lest you think we're heartless and going straight to commercial, because that's what we were going to do no matter how that ended. <laughs> um, they, and then they go, we're going to make sure she's okay, but now we're going to go to a commercial. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. No, venti is 20. Large is large. In fact, tall is large. And grande is Spanish for large. Venti is the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian, so congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. <laughs> These are getting longer every week, Paul. <laughs> You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with rants, sketches, previews, characters, jokes, bits, special guests, and more. You can expect that in the next hour or so as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in the heart of Burbank Airport's flyover zone. Now, however you're watching us now, just know that we are also found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube as well. Search the Movie Showcast or the Movie Guys, and we come right up. And don't forget, if you're addicted to clocks, you can find us exactly at 4 p.m. Eastern <laughs> on badtomato.fm and wbad.net. Paul Preston here with Lee Caius, Adam Witt, and Karen Volpe. Our special guest this week is stand-up comic Andy Peters. Yay, Yay Mr. Peters! Yay. As ever, we'll bring you our signature previews of what's new in theaters, prepping you for the upcoming weekend. So first up is the Ron Howard... A car racing film, and it's a rivalry pick entitled Rush. I have a feeling it's going to happen a lot. Okay. You and uh, later in the show, we'll I look at. I can't help the, it. <laughs> later, we'll look at the new uh, breakdancing film. I'm being corrected. The new term is b boying. Oh, yes. B boying. So the new b boying film. <laughs> Battle of the Year. I have a feeling that's going to happen a lot, too. Now, later in the show, a story sure to be ripped from tomorrow's headlines. Day six, and every day she's wondering why I'm not there. You told us that you could protect us from everything. Why did you look for my daughter? Give me back my son! Oh, my God. Oh, that movie's Gravitas, right? (laughs) That last part might have been from Rance. (laughs) I'm like, that movie sounded better than I remember. Hollywood loves to have Australian guys yelling for their kids in these movies. And Hugh Jackman does that in Prisoners. That's what that really was. uh, So uh, we'll be talking about that later. 
Um, and that looks, you know, it's getting better reviews than I thought it would. I thought a September release with uh, Hugh Jackman, maybe they weren't so sure about it, but the reviews are pretty solid for that movie. All those actors are swinging for the fences with emotion. I mean, that's an insanely, emo- I mean, obviously it's an emotional drama, but it just looks so dramatic. I, I may not go anywhere near that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mir- Maria Bello, Paul Dano, they're just piling on Ter- Terrence Howard. They're yeah. piling on the names, and uh, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's like an actor's dream. Yeah, and that's the big release this week. Now, opening in limited release this week and going wider next week is Rush. Ouch. Right. Jesus Christ. Okay, stop. <laughs> this is the... Uh, Slap in the face. <laughs> this yeah. is the story. Beat that dog, Benny. <laughs> this is the story of indie race car legends James Hunt and Nicky Lauda. You, rem- you remember them probably, don't you? No. Of course. Mm-hmm. No. You do. No. Well, the okay. I'm these playing the, along. What? These guys are rock star, like who? Formula One race car drivers, whose fierce rivalry on the track catapulted the sport of any car racing. I into don't think I was alive. Worldwide fame, and you don't. Those guys go on during the all? '70s. What? The funny-looking cars. The two guys that were always racing I, each other. You remember? I, I don't know. They probably should make celebrity a movie about racers. This. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ron. Battle of the Network Stars. You don't <laughs> remember? Okay. Yet Ron Howard begs to differ. It wasn't a great story. Okay, well, well. shut up. <laughs> that doesn't help. It. <laughs> Or not. Let's preview Rush. If I had my time again, I would do it all the same. And I'd change a single thing. That's my jam. Oh, where's the 93 style, baby. Well, Paul, we should say right up front that this film is not to be confused with the 1991 drug abuse film with the same name, of course, starring pa- uh, Jason Patrick and Jennifer Jason Lee. Right. Or the Emron Hashmi film made in India back in 2012 with the same title. Oh. And, well, let's be honest, Paul, I think Ashrock Bhantia was actually the star of that particular film. <laughs> That's so. true, Lee. And even I was shocked to see that despite the presence of Neha Dupia, Ooh. the film didn't get too wide a release. Oh. Well, you're right, but this Rush. Oh, Jesus. It's in fact another indie racing car drama, much like the 2001 Rennie Harlan film Driven. But will Chris Hemsworth impress enough to be the next Kip Pardue? <laughs> well, time will tell. Indeed. This film is directed by Ron Howard, the director of A Beautiful Mind and Frost Nixon. Turns out demand was low for a racing movie by Ron Howard, the director of Ed TV and Willow. Guess who liked that idea? <laughs> Ron for chiming in. Oh, it's nice. Big get there, Ron Howard. That was show. good. That's good. I'm glad he could join us. Now, before you go thinking that a story about race car drivers couldn't be important, please remember it's written by Peter Morgan, writer of The Last King of Scotland and The Queen. So you know it's important. Indeed, it is. Rush. <laughs> Contains all the drama that can be mustered from men driving in a circle. Because driving around in a circle is just a day at the mall, unless you do it real fast. (laughs) And here is a clip. (laughs) That's Lee. For those of you playing along at home, drink. With the Rockford Falls <laughs> reference. Yes, Rockford thank you, Lee, for the reference. Now, let's Rockford help the listener uh, who might be asking, what exactly is IndyCar racing? Well, think of NASCAR, but with teeth. No, literally, people with teeth. And oh, okay. Then champagne instead of Budweiser. Yeah, this is one of those movie trailers that's like a car crash. You just can't look away. And then there's a car crash in the trailer. 
It's set in 1976, so you can expect a lot of smoking in hospitals. Rush. <laughs> oh, God. As we mentioned, tells the story of James Hunt and Nikki Lauda, two Grand Prix racers whose competitive rivalry led to self-destruction, including a crash that left Lauda in a coma, severely burned, and without his right ear or eyelids, oh God. leaving him completely unable to let people know when he was joking. <laughs> That's too. Makes me wonder if calling this rush... Helps make it seem courageous to race a car around in a track at high speeds, knowing you could get injured or die. Then again, Fool's Gold was already taken as a title. <laughs> in the rivalry between Hunt and Lauda, well, it's actually kind of spooky to watch two guys almost bite the dust and then agree to get into a race against one another one more time. I guess the title Death Wish would have made more sense, but it was already taken. That was taken as well, I see. <laughs> well, uh, Rush... Stars Chris Hemsworth as James Hunt, god of motorsports. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel Brule. Hi, I'm Captain Steve Brule. <laughs> from, <laughs> from Inglorious Bastards as Nikki Lauda, the final solution of Formula One. <laughs> now, much like Apollo 13, we know how this movie ends. See, Ron Howard doesn't like making movies where he has to think up the endings. <laughs> or the beginnings, or, or the middles, for that matter, or plot lines, or characters, or names of I people. Or... Why aren't we making this movie? You make it sound so easy. It sure is. <laughs> All right, now, there you go. Remind me to, to make sure that Sandy Marshall listens to this show. Big Rush fan. Hi, Sandy. <laughs> friend, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Sandy uh, Marshall, friend of the show. I gotta be honest with you, there was a lot more rocking out in that segment than I was prepared for. Uh, I know. I gotta say that. that was awesome. My neck hurts. <laughs> but you guys might have lost your headset. I don't know a lot about this movie, but I do have a question about uh, about Rush. Um, so we have Getty Lee, and he does uh, bass yes. and keys. Correct. And so Alex Lifeson, he's just in, in sync. And Alex is just on guitar. Does he ever play the keys? No. Okay, good. This was your question about Rush. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I noticed we didn't play uh, Take the Long Way Home. That was okay. for you, that was that for you Karen. That was for you, Karen. You yeah. I still don't know who that is. That's like is that Dixie sticks? Chicks, exactly. right? No, it's Sticks, isn't it? It's take the Long Way Home? That's Super Tramp. Oh, Take the Long Way Home. Sounds rushy. Thank you, Jamie. If, if Unbelievable. I was about to say Steve Miller Band. Would I have been off? <laughs> no. You know, but it would have been in the category of classic rock. But back to the film, Rush. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. We are the movie guys, all right. after all. Um, this movie, you know, first of all, you hear about Ron Howard movie coming out in September, and you think to yourself, well, he's not going for big box office, and they're not going for critical accolades that you would get in a December release, so it must be bad. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <where's the laughs> However, Good uh, reviews, you know, right? you can always get behind Ron Howard as, as this has a shot of being awesome, and the reviews are fantastic. Yeah. So that's the thing I was going to say. And it's going to be very Ron Howardy. Yeah. Well. Well, that's that's. It's interesting you say Ron Howardy because there is no such thing as Ron Howardy. I think you so cannot there is. actually look at any any movie and go, "Oh, that's a Ron Howard movie." Apollo thirteen is such a Ron Howardy movie. Mm -hmm. uh, based on it's what? Based on what? Based on Gung Ho. Gung -ho. <laughs> 
Yeah, That's exactly. That's a very Ron Howard exactly. movie. The, is it? But they're different. They're so different. Is it because Gung Ho doesn't have anything in common with Ransom? They all seem to have a nice polish to them. All right. Okay. He has, he has he has top notch yeah. uh, technical aspects to his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's the difference between you said it's an indie car movie, and I and at first I thought, oh, that's just a, a racing car movie with a lower budget, right? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no the, I think I think what really uh, you meant NASCAR with a lower budget. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You're indie? so cute. How you always indie, confuse yeah. this. Indie car. Yeah. Okay. What was it? Cigarette racing versus. Yeah, 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 I just call it. I just call it cigarette racing versus champagne, champagne racing. racing yeah. uh, <laughs> so it's champagne racing with a lower budget. Cigarette racing. There you go. Uh, but but you know what's uh, I think really is the trademark of uh, Ron Howard <coughs> is because each movie I think he slightly changes his style a little bit. I think he really like adapts to what the movie's about in a, in a really cool way and 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 draws out of his movies. Uh, like uh, 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 sort of the essence of them and then puts that into the style. So I think two really good examples are Ransom and the Paper that that's I really Oh, I'm trying it. to say. <laughs> that's exactly what I meant. No, when so I, when I said Ron Howardy, that's what I meant. You know what, so you know what you oh, okay. expect. So in yeah. a way, it's a compliment because it's a chameleon. What he's able, He's able to take his filmmaking and change it to suit the type of movie he's making the the story that he's oh, making. Oh hey, wait a second. I need to, I need to I forgot to do this. We're yeah. moving the entire show to the interior uh, of a racetrack for our discussion. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot idea. to mention that. So we are on the uh, we're live from the So uh, we need that feeling. Right, continue. Go ahead. From, right. the, from the pit, we will continue talking about this. Now, right. for, for some reason the, the two I, I I noted I decided to pay attention to what Ron Howard was really mm-hmm. doing yeah. was the paper and Ransom. Right. The paper, not, I don't know that one. Not his most well-known movies, but there is a completely different style in both of those that befits the tone of those <laughs> two movies. I, I feel like wind going We're going to get letters. Yeah. We're going to get letters <laughs> because this is not accurate. Uh-oh. But the, we're not actually at a race. <laughs> <laughs> End of thought. Wait, the paper. The I need cricket. to see that. <laughs> <laughs> We're drowning out that fucking cricket. If it's the last thing we do. Let's By the way, that's a, that's not just a cricket. That's actually our mascot. If you do hear a cricket, that's criminy. Criminy cricket. <laughs> the crime fighting cricket. The crime fighting cricket. Crimin- He's got an English accent. He's going to Damn it, if you're going to show up for every show, we're going to give you a name after a while. Yeah. You did that for me. I appreciate well, it. That's right, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. Lee, you're, an, you're a racing guy, yes. right? You consider yourself a racing yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm a bit of a car guy. I yes. looked up uh, on the old uh, MDIB, or whatever they call it, where the kids look up movie information. The MDIB. And it said that... And it said that the Grand Prix, and it was spelled G-A-R-N-D... Space P R I X. Yeah. Now, but I've heard Grand Prix without the D at the end of Grand. What well, is the deal? If you're there? an arrogant prick, you call it Grand Prix. Grand okay, so that's like is European. Is that, that dickhead that's that's doing the race? I can't oh, extrapolate okay. on that right All now. Right, never mind. I'll explain why later. <laughs> oh, okay. You're doing a bit. Ooh, right. He's got <laughs> inside information about dickheads. You about to call a, a professional racer a dickhead on no, the air? No, but the, the <laughs> it's what people are doing to their television every weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's confusing <laughs> because remember Hans Blix. No. The Korean uh, <laughs> well, the weapons UN, inspector? The, yeah, the no, UN, Hans Blix. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the Middle Eastern weapons inspector for the UN. UN weapons inspector, yes. Hans Blix. Hans Blix spells his name B-L-I-X, uh-huh. and people want to go Pricks. Grand, Grand Prix racing. Yeah. But you do Grand Prix, yes. So you're saying it's Hans Blix. It's Hans Blix. Is that like the same? Hans Blix and the Grand Prix. That's, That's what like we're saying. Boehner. I'm so, so glad we went to you for the That's <laughs> like Boehner being boner, right? And he just says you make it a good point like that, just say, Lee Caius reporting. <laughs> <laughs> has the cloud lifted? Are we all clear now? <laughs> or whatever Thank name you. we're going to give you the going forward. Cloud Atlas has been lifted. <laughs> I thought it was criminy. And confusion <laughs> has been added, <laughs> just like in Cloud Atlas. No, it is, pr- it is technically Grand Prix. 
Grand and then Prix. Grand Prix yeah. is the, the Na- <laughs> Grand Prix is the NASCAR pronunciation of. Okay, Grand Prix. well, so you're, now, now you're you're uh, you you sound like an authority on this. So is it Grand Marigny? It's Grand Marigny. Grand Marigny. Okay, it's booze. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get hit by something. Oh my God! This must be how Frogger feels. Oh, yeah. right. Good point. <laughs> and now it planes coming over. It's crazy. That's how Frogger feels. Is that what you <laughs> I love it. I love that you just took it there. This Good. must be how Frogger feels. <laughs> I didn't say. This must be how Donkey Kong feels. Remember, remember that time we were in that street and those and it, barrels started coming yes. off that, that truck? Yeah. I climbed three flights of stairs at work today. This must be what yeah. Donkey this Kong must be feels. What Donkey Kong feels like. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, it's great. All right. This, this must be, be how Pac-Man how feels. Berserk feels. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy climber. <laughs> I didn't mean to intrude. (laughs) All right. You just bust through the wall. Listen, we've talked a lot about the differences between IndyCar racing and stock car racing. I think we've came to no conclusion. But one major difference is the names of the people involved in each sport. Oh, yeah. All right? Now, IndyCar names sound more prestigious, like Mario Andretti or Helio Castroneves. Whoa. Whereas NASCAR drivers sound more, I don't know, down home, like Dale Jarrett and Jeff Bodine. Dick Trickle. (laughs) Right, but you two can figure out your IndyCar or NASCAR driver name. It's pretty cool. simple. Uh, now, have you done that for your por- porn star name? Have you ever done that? Oh, uh, yeah. I What's the formula so. for that? Yeah, I, I your, think it's like your your dog's name dog. when you were a kid. And the street, street you, grew you grew up, up on. on. So I was Daisy Thornton. Nice, yeah. Daisy Thornton. A little hard edged at the end. If I, I would have though. to, right. I'd have Thornton. to be a, I'd have to be a female porn. Mine was Brittany Nottingham. That's but a good one. I would like to go on record and lay claim to Ranch Durkins. Ooh. I came up with that a while ago, and if ever, ever I was you to know, be. You that makes me think that your m- penis has something like yeah. white Ranch and gooey Durkins. on it. You know, Ooh, like a, that's like actually, a, you're right. right. That's actually kind of a terrible I'm a bit of a saucy guy. Oh. <laughs> you don't know. Wrong sauce. Wrong Pet, <laughs> Pet and pending Ranch Durkins. All right, listen, with the help of a new website I have here right. on the old computer, Frida Stillwell uh, Beckett was mine. It's like what, was it? what is it? That would be my porn Frida? name. Frida Stillwell Beckett. <laughs> That sounds like it's a like novelist. She got married. <laughs> you know what? It's is there a single porn actress who has a hyphenated, hyphenated last name, name <laughs> to make sure everybody knows she got married? <laughs> it just sounds like she'd be a pilgrim, like in a pilgrim outfit. It just seems Sandy buttoned. Canyons Miller. Sally <laughs> <laughs> so Miller's tapping, patting himself on the back. Yeah, That's like my girl. a totally Answer. dirty name, but then with like a hyphen yeah. and then like a legitimate Anderson. last uh, name. Van Buren. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, Laurel Canyon uh, or whatever. Cindy Cummings Peaks, yeah, Green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vanderbilt. Tiffany Peaks <laughs> Johnson. Yep. <laughs> right. Now listen, the, the NASCAR game is, uh, is, as you imagine, uh, very simple to do. Um, if you want to have a name the likes of Marvin Panch or Ricky Rudd, all you need is your favorite snap, snack chip and cool. a city in Florida. That's how you figure Easy. it out. Okay? Just, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Then, then the computer website here, Mom, will right. generate a NASCAR name for you. I'm going to try it first. So my favorite snack chip, I'm partial to Pringles. Oh, I don't yeah. know about you guys. Like they Pringles. put sugar on them. And oh, a city in ketchup. Florida. I have an ant in Clearwater, so I'm going to go with Pringles and Clearwater. Let's see what the website says will be my NASCAR name. Pringles Clearwater. Oh. See, now there you oh, go. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> that's clever. There's a whole website to do that that's for you. That's amazing. That actually okay. sounds like a good NASCAR name, yeah. Pringles Clearwater. Pringles. See, that was fun. Now let's go around and see what everyone else has. So All right, so what is it again? It's uh, your favorite snack chip. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, I'll go Funyuns. Fun- all right, and you're f- you're a city in Florida. Just pick it. Oh, well, Orlando. Well, Walt Disney. Oh, go yeah, big. There you go. Right, let's so see. Let's see. What we have. What's mine? 
Orlando Funyuns. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of easy to predict. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we need a whole website for Oh, that, they've yeah. got a whole algorithm going. Uh, okay. okay. Did they actually... Yeah. What do you got, Lee? Give me, a, okay. give me your favorite I'll go Rhythm. Now, that is not a NASCAR name. That is more I'll of go. a... That's <laughs> like a Motown guy, yeah. Um... I'm. I we'll see if the system can handle this because I'm going to go slightly out of snack chip oh. realm because uh-huh. I don't think bugles are a snack That's chip. A snack chip. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's crunchy, okay. right? It's a tasty okay, so chip. Yeah. They, they've widened the shape parameters to be included in the snack it's like chip a, okay, genre. So it's like a cone. I'm going to yeah. go with bugles, and um, we used to we used to vacation down in Delray Beach, so I'm going to go with, with that. All right, let's see. Oh, what does it say? Bugle Del Rey. Oh, wow. There you go. Holy cow. <laughs> that's amazing. Isn't that brilliant? I, that's like, a man that's going to be in the winner's circle a lot, let me yeah. tell you. It's as entertaining as it is predictable. <laughs> <laughs> and it's easy. That's Karen, good. Yes. Well, give me a place uh, in Florida. Uh, Canaveral? I've actually oh, been there. That's right. We okay. used to sail used out, to out of there. We used to sail out of there. All right. And a, a snack chip. I like doodads. Okay, well, it's like a bag a, of snack chips. That's really pushing the boundaries. I thought Bugles it's plural. It probably does plural. Well, Try let's plural. See what it, let's see. It'll, it'll reject it if it doesn't take oh, it. Yeah. I imagine no, it'll probably. Why take. don't be the only one rejected? All right, here we go. Doodad Canaveral. Whoa! <laughs> You're winner of the Brickyard 400. <laughs> Doodad Canaveral. Doodad Canaveral. I, you know, it makes sense, and I could easily see those sponsors being on the side of a car. That's the thing. It makes sense mm-hmm. for NASCAR. <laughs> now, it's a bit more complex of a process to come up with a prestigious Eurocentric IndyCar driver name. You ever, you ever play the Star Wars name generator game? You had mentioned this. Yeah, yeah. now what is this again? Yeah, no, it's very complicated, it's and so is the Indy one. But we'll lead in with the Star Wars one. It's your first three letters of your last name. Okay. Write already, it down if you have to. Already uh-huh. First three letters of your last name. Right. My last name? And then the first two letters of your first name. Okay. First two letters of your first name. And then the first two letters of your mother's maiden name. Oh, First or okay. last? Oh, maiden name is last. Maiden right. name is last. I like how they say maiden name. Like her married name would not give you a Star Wars character. <laughs> not, a right, chance, not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. There's no freaking way. <laughs> and then uh, the last three letters of your hometown that you grew up in. Oh, last three letters. I don't know. Is mailing address mm-hmm. or school district? The the the, the, the <laughs> town. What they mean? School district. <laughs> Parish. So if it, even if it's a PO box, it still goes to a town. So put the town's last three. Right. Mine is uh, mine is Prepa Winter. Now do we do those in? And that <laughs> sounds like a Star Wars. Sounds like you can yeah. meet him in yeah, the right. uh, in the whole deal there with on Tatooine. Go ahead. Do we do we say them in order that you've given them? Yes. You don't have to. Co- okay. It's yeah. two words, each two syllables for each. Oh, so Kayabas Semria. That's a Star Wars That's a name. Star Wars name. It I works. Say what you want about it. You know what's funny? It's, I'm, I'm going to do, because I just bitched about it, that I'm going to do my mother's uh, married name after it, and it doesn't work. Oh, Check really? this out. Okay, okay. So my Star Wars. Canyons Miller. <laughs> Adam's <laughs> come up with <laughs> Mine is uh, Wittad Kaord. Ooh. Wittad Kaord. Yeah. Married name. probably an apostrophe in there. Kaord, right? Just yeah. Whereas my, the married name would be Wittad Boward. Boward, no. not a Star Wars name. Boward, that's an Asgard. Ca- Boward, yeah. yeah. So Boward, you're right. You're Pretz- right. Pretzel Rod. That's Dower. Florida. Boward, Florida. Isn't there Boward County? Pretzel Rod Broward. Broward. Your winner of the uh, <laughs> Pretzel Rod the Daytona 500. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> right, what do you got? Uh, Volca, Volca Ekrek. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if it doesn't make any sense, then you, that's, that's your Star Wars. Good. I would absolutely fear that person on a desert planet. So I'll tell you, I will tell you right away that the IndyCar name generator is a little more complex than oh. NASCAR. But we'll do All it right. as a group, okay? So we'll just come up with one big uh, name. All right. Now, first, Adam, go ahead and give me the first letter of your mom's new remarried last name. 
that is specific. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, well, the Bowman. So Bowman it's, is it. Yeah. So we're going with the B. Okay, All right. B. And Lee, can I get from you the fifth letter of the title of your favorite Steve Buscemi movie? Well, that's easy. That's Fargo, so O. There you go. Yeah. You got just squeezed in the five-letter requirement. Uh, nice. Now, Karen, I need uh-huh. the first letter of the name or the town or city that you were born in. It says here I can't take a parish, though, but a municipality works. Okay, so this is the thing I was talking about. Like, I have a mailing address. I have, it's an unincorporated municipality. That'll work. But, that'll work. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Bates. Bates, so that's a B. Yep. All right. Now, for the fourth letter, you just repeat number three, so that's another B. That's a now, lot of Adam, typing to put a B in. These are very specific uh, <laughs> things you got to do. Formula. It's very now, Adam, think, right. of, think of your favorite adverb, Adam. Oh, I got it. Now, the last letter of that word? Y. <laughs> Don't all adverbs end in a Y? Yeah, they do. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Got all right. it. Now, well. Lee, think of your dog's name, Lee. All right. Now, give me the name of the second letter of the name of the street, avenue, or lane your dog grew up on. <laughs> okay. So that's Brewster, so R. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Karen, you need your bra size? C. Oh, Karen. 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 A. All right. And Karen, what is the eighth letter of the alphabet? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. H. All right, almost there. Now, Lee. I didn't know that. Lee, I need the phonetic spelling of your favorite Canadian expression. A. All right. And lastly. We do have Russia on the show this week. I need the first letter of your favorite Viking. Oh, that's easy. Fran Tarkenton. No, 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 no. Not, not not NFL Viking, but historically your favorite Viking. Oh, that's hard. Oh. So many to choose from. I mean, of course, there's Gardar Shvarsson, uh, Svarsson. Um, maybe, uh, you know, he discovered Iceland. But, you know, I've never been there, so I don't really know if that's an achievement. Uh, how about Ivar the Boneless, Conqueror of York? Nah, you know what? Screw it. Let's go with a popular one. Let's go Leif Erikson. All right? I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Right. All right. We're going to go with L for that. All right. I do type a lot for one letter. Yeah, so, a lot. With these, uh, <laughs> but with these simple methods... You've each contributed a letter to the indie car name generator, and we're going to put all those letters together. Let's see what they've come up with. All right. Bobby Ray Hall. No. Well, (laughs) the system works. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually a guy. Oh. Bobby Ray Hall. Who would have known? Let's review real quick. What are the steps called? (laughs) (laughs) That was a little complex, but I imagine this game's going to get a lot of play at parties and bars, and they'll be playing this all over the indie car name generator. It's so easy to remember. All right, enough tomfoolery. We're going to take a quick break, literally 10 seconds or so in your end, and we'll be back with our special guest this week, Andy Peters. So hold tight. Hurry, hurry, love, come to me. Change up. We are back and joined by our special guest. He is the host of a travel podcast on SoundCloud called Water Wandertown. Wandertown. <laughs> Wandertown was a place I grew up near, so, but it's called Wandertown. Watertown was my first choice. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he's a stand-up comic who performs all over and is also featured on True TV's Clipaholics. Please welcome Andy Peters. Hey, Andy Peters. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hi guys! That would be a funny Hi. thing uh, to, to do. Watertown, and your fr- it's just a it's just a podcast where you interview people and you ask them, "Are you from Watertown?" And if they're not, you move on you until you on. just get someone. Get a lot of tourists in Watertown, do you? Or you could do Batavia, or wait, no, Geneva. There's like a Geneva in every. Geneva, like, I know Springfield's yeah. already taken by the Simpsons. Yeah. But there's like Geneva? a Geneva in, in nearly every state, so you could do. I'm, a, I'm from a Monroe, Monroe, Michigan, and I heard Monroe is a place where there's oh, a lot yeah. of Monroes. Mm-hmm. A lot of Monroes. So Monroe, the next na- Monroe, next, uh, Monroe. Next Oh, stay away from my daughter. Stay away from my daughter, Z. <laughs> mm. Mm. Right, now before we get too far, actually, All I want right, to yes. crank out Andy's NASCAR name. Oh. I've been All thinking right. a lot about this. All right, you've been listening in, so mm-hmm. can I get your favorite snack chip? Big Munchos fan. 
I like munchos. the munchos. munchos. The salty I like, chip, the munchos. Yeah. I like the packaging, too. They're yeah. really not so cool. unlike potato chips, but they're munchos. <laughs> no, no but right. they make that noise when you put them on your tongue on the right side up. You know That's what I'm right. talking it's about? The salty side up, they make a crack. Like what are they made of? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Know this thing. Like cosmic oh, yeah. candy when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah, they make a crackle poppy. Don't thing. drink a soda with those. Your stomach will kill explode. yourself. Yeah. 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 There is. There is. Happened to Mikey from Life Cereal, man. Oh, God. That whole thing. All right, so now give me your favorite city in Florida. Okay, now we used to go here, West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. Let me punch that in. All right. Mun- Muncho's West Palm Beach. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's very nice. Muncho's West Palm you Beach. You know, yours is a little higher I end than good. ours. All right, let's do yeah. your IndyCar name. We just need your oh. mom's remarried. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't have all night. All right. He doesn't have a favorite Steve Buscemi movie. It wouldn't work. It won't work. <laughs> What's the eighth letter of the alphabet? <laughs> he doesn't Again. have... A, look at his bra size, please. All right. Yeah. No, it's Karen's bra size. Oh, yeah. always. always your bra size. It's always the eighth letter and always Oh, yeah, people play this in Maine. They're just still going from memory, your bra size. <laughs> Thank you. Karen's bra size. Yeah, it's, if they saw the show, they can guesstimate. Shut up, everyone! Oh. The A cup joke was funny, but for anybody watching YouTube, it's so not true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam. It's a C. All right. I'll pay you later. I've been there. It's, uh, here's the deal. Um, let's not waste any time. It's a big three movie weekend, and this next one is loaded with stars like Jake Gyllenhaal and Maria Bello. Headlining things is Hugh Jackman, occupying a September movie star time slot, otherwise taken up by Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler reference. (laughs) (laughs) It's Prisoners, Karen. For those of you expecting more Jake Gyllenhaal anal sex, it should be noted that Prisoners is not a story of a jail sentence, but it's pretty dark. That sounds awesome. I wish it was about that. Anyway, yes, are you feeling too happy? Do you have too much faith in your fellow man? Well, Prisoners is a movie that offers a cure for all of that. Prisoners tells the heart-stabbing, ripping, throwing it on the sidewalk, and jumping on it a bunch tale of child abduction. (laughs) If that's not enough, it looks like most of it was shot in the rain. Have a nice day. (laughs) Hugh Jackman plays Keller Dover, who, on Thanksgiving, makes the classic 2013 parental mistake of letting his daughter do anything. (laughs) No doubt they'll blame their shaky parental skills on tryptophan or not being able to tear their eyes away from the Lions game. (laughs) What could be twice as depressing as a father who's lost a child to a kidnapping? Two! As not only does Keller's child go missing, but so does the daughter of Franklin Burt, played by an actor who's never not on the verge of crying, Terrence Howard. (laughs) For once, Terrence Howard doesn't condone the use of violence to get his way. Now, Amber Alert, the Academy, because the entire cast is filled with major league ballers. Nobody cries better than Terrence Howard or Mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman in a non-superhero role. Except the queen of all whalers, ugly cry specialist Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Add in Jake Gyllenhaal and Paul Dano, and you've got a variable who's who of boo-hoo. Oh, <laughs> nice. And Gyllenhaal plays Loki. Sweet Wolverine and Loki. Enough! You are all of you beneath me. I am a god, you dull creature. Sweet. I'm sorry, I wasn't clear. That's Detective Loki. Oh. The name Loki gets a name redemption in this movie. Well, the makers of Prisoners actually tested the movie's depressing effectiveness on mice, who were shown the movie after being given Prozac, Ben and Jerry's, and a lap dance by Emily Redkowski. And they still all jumped on the mouse trap. <laughs> but who could be responsible for this? Um, maybe it was the unattractive guy with glasses driving an RV. Well, it must be him, right? I mean, the guy's no idiot. Well, he has the IQ of a 10-year-old. 
Okay, wow, that was way harsh. Very harsh. <laughs> but the real meaning of the single entendre title becomes apparent when Keller takes the suspect prisoner, played by Paul Dano, tying him to a radiator in his house to beat a confession out of him in a plot point that has Fox News giving the movie four stars and demanding an invasion of some country. <laughs> <laughs> Will Paul Dano put the lotion in the basket? Find out September 20th in a theater near you. All right, there you go. Put the lotion in the basket. You hurt my dog. You get the hose again. No, this movie reminds me of a sad fact of casting, which is Paul Paul Dano's a great actor, but he gets cast a lot because he looks like that guy that <laughs> might yeah. Yeah. might have the IQ of a ten year old and still drive an RV. You know, yeah. that's. He makes that mmm face a lot. He's really good. What? I think there's three times in that trailer where are like, hey, you, and he turns around and gives a mmm. And he's kind of half shaking, half sweating and crying. Yeah. Yeah. He's already convicted himself. That's yeah. all he does in auditions. Could you turn to the camera? Karen can't handle watching William H. Macy in Fargo because she thinks he's so perfectly cast as a guy with this sunken features yeah. to the point where... So sad. He's like he, a, is, he has the face of the quintessential drunk his nose is all big and puffy and the features are and then he's sweaty and he's just gross and you never yeah. really see that side of that character but he no, behind the scenes I he could be a drunk. just because he drunk. cast william h yeah. macy yeah paul dano like is the william h macy of serial killer looking yeah. actors. <laughs> <laughs> you know you've got to have a type at least if he's working because they're like who do we need for a crazy son of a bitch oh that dano guy yeah yeah, and this uh, this looks like I think we, when we watched the trailer for this, it looks like you could stretch this out over twelve episodes on HBO if you didn't have such huge <laughs> names oh. to make you have to put it in theaters, right? Right. Like you would follow this story out over yeah. long, yeah. complicated plot points like Jack Bauer, you know, and and see it come to a conclusion during yeah. oh, you know, you, twelve weeks later. Especially the you torture could, part. Yeah, you could see them taking him, a pr- you know, prisoner is like episode five or something. And you're like, what? Whoa! <laughs> out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he just it, shows up in the basement. It looks like they've done some top-notch detective research too. Have you seen the trailer? How Jalen Hall's holding his gun? He's doing a he's doing a tech chin approach. <laughs> Shot uh, gun hold. Yeah, is that, a pr- is that right? I don't know how, if that's how cops hold like guns. Like he's scared it's going to go off. Or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, if it, actually it, that's wrong because if it does go it's off, it's a techie chin approach to holding a gun. Yeah, yeah, kicks. that is a good Have point. Have you noticed that? Yeah, that is a good point, and I, I wonder if that does come from ones where they did some sort of like weird training, or is that just like the a- actor thing of like I think this is really how like sternly and weirdly like he just yeah. watched Charlie's Angels and said, "What's Cameron Diaz doing? Oh, she's doing this with her gun. It yeah. must more be of a right." Kate Jackson move, I think. Yeah. Oh. Or the detective <laughs> consultant was like, "No, not badass and sideways. Yeah. 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 Your chin and tucked all awkward. Because you're all white. You That's can't how get we fight crime. You're not a drug dealer. You're a cop." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, arms fully extended, the other arm down to the side. You're like, no, nah, that's not. Too badass. That's way too badass. It's too badass. Take two and chuck it. Tuck it under. <laughs> all right, we're chuck it. That's how you chuck that's, it. Chuck, that's chin tucking. Chin tucking is chucking. chucking. Patent word. pending, patent pending. Patent pending. We're all going to see this, right? I mean, this looks good. Yeah, right? why not? No, I'm actually too depressing. not going to see it because it is too depressing. Yeah, really? It really? looks just so. Is it? There's nothing good that's going to happen, even if they find the kids, which I don't know if they do. It's not Schindler's Listian, though. As in its no. depression. Well, because yeah. no. But you well, know, it's not a whole race. You know of what people. you're getting. You're going for something heart wrenching. Yeah. If you're going to see it, you know. And you're not okay. But is there a chance that they find the children? Where but the hell a is chance. my baby? Yes. I've <laughs> right. Where the hell's the baby? They I still believe. Got the, still is it based on a true story? I have I no idea. That was the joke I was going to make with Schindler's List, but I didn't. 
That that is based on a you're such a dick. That makes it all the more heart wrenching. Uh, right? Well, you we said also you, know you the said this is the end to it. Yeah, right. you said this isn't as as depressing as Schindler's List. And I was going to say because this might be a true story. Uh, oh, oh Jesus! God. That's Christ. worse than I thought. But Holocaust I didn't say never that. happened, Joe. Who can he? <laughs> but this I didn't guy. say it. See, I didn't say it. Resident that guy way. who hey, says know, the, resident guy who will say it. Hey, Lee hey I'm with Lee on this one. I don't think Amber was ever kidnapped. I'm, a, I'm an Amber denier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, screw that movie. All right, we're All done. Right, we're Let's done. Get another, <laughs> we, we got All another right. movie. Uh, make some noise, get your hands up, show some love, and no. put your hands together for a movie that really knows how to tell its audience what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Battle of the Year, Adam. Let's talk oh, about this it. Oh, this Actually, you know what? Uh, with Battle of the Year, this gives us another opportunity to play another rousing round of... Oh. Guess what it's about! Ooh. Battle of the Year. <laughs> Guess what while. it's about. Adam? Uh, all of the giant robots, giant monsters, aliens, and superheroes team up to see who can murder the most citizens in the name of saving them? No. Lee? <laughs> the war on drugs, the war on terror, the war on women, and the war on Christmas team up to declare a war on soft metaphors. Not quite. Karen? Okay. A rap battle occurs in Syria? Not so much. Let me explain. <laughs> Aw Snap the Movie is the latest <laughs> entry in the cinematic genre of competitive breakdancing. <laughs> we dealt with that earlier. Sorry, B-boy. 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 Yeah. But from Breakin' to Battle of the Year, one thing in these movies has stayed consistent. They're all hard to take seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when your dad called rap a fad and said it would die out uh, before uh, in a year or two? Oh, how wrong he was. But the one thing you could both agree on is that breakdancing... <laughs> B-boying, whatever. Uh, it, w- it was called breakdancing back then, okay? Uh, and your dad said uh, that would never outlast the Reagan second term. Well, not only is it back, but I think it never went away. I just stopped paying attention to it, like Corey Feldman. <laughs> and just like hip-hop, breakdancing... Oh, fuck you already. Breakdancing is... Uh, breakdancing... Breakdancing is now a competitive sport. What's next? Skiing? <laughs> I should explain further the point of these buzzers, Paul. Much like rap is what Dan Rather called hip-hop in 1984, breakdancing is now called b-boying. So saying breakdancing is like calling b-boying the n-word. Wow. <laughs> or calling stick hustle baseball. I don't know. You guys don't still call it that, do you? No. Stick hustle? No. No, no. <laughs> call that hit him and run. I used to play with ghosties, though. Remember you played? Ghost man on first? Ghost you mean your underwear? Ghost runner on first. Oh, oh ghosties. Yeah. Oh, ghosties. My underwear. What, your, what kind of game are no, you I was just looking for, playing? like, cool terms. Ghosties. I call them my ghosties. In your underwear? Right. <laughs> oh, that's a fart. Those are ghosties. That's a ghostie. <laughs> that's the b-boy term for farting. <laughs> <laughs> I left a ghosty when I... Straight ghosting. (laughs) Well, here's the surprise now. Battle of the Year tells a story. (laughs) No, what? Hang on. Stop laughing. It tells a story of how America has fallen behind in b-boying technology, having (laughs) finished... (laughs) That and math, Having finished far behind other international competitors in the field. Really? America can't even finish first in throwing ourselves onto concrete? (laughs) (laughs) So, a down-in-his-luck Josh Holloway is given the plot-motivating task of using his basketball coaching skills to whip the dancers into shape to win the national finals of this contest that up until now I didn't know existed. <laughs> so it's the kind of a bad news bears meets whatever these kids are doing. <laughs> and, and why hasn't uh, why haven't the USA won a dance tournament in 15 years? Korea, America's oh. new film villain. Oh, oh Korea. Yeah, even in yeah. a dance movie, they're Gangnam styling all over our faces. <laughs> and even all of the American step-up films can't touch the popularity of the Kia hamsters. You can get with this, or you can get with all right, enough of that. Oh, <laughs> you could have played more of that. I cut that way too short. <laughs> I hate how much I love that commercial. <laughs> 
Did they mess that song up, though, by adding hamsters to it in the commercial? No. No? Still cool song. <laughs> Still cool. I, I mean, you know, yeah, you're right. It, I Maybe think it all even works. cooler now. Yeah. 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 I don't know why. I like those commercials. I mean, they're stupid, but I like them. The competition shows the best stop-action dancers and their crouching tiger hidden matrix choreography. And if you think this plot description screams 3D, you're in luck. Several dancers also appear in the cast. Ivan Flips Velez oh, plays the character Flips. <laughs> John Dunock Cruz. Or Cruz. Jesus Christ, his name is Cruz, I'm sure. Why did he say Cruz? Cruz. I'm so used to like saying shit like he's got flips with a Z. I'm like, this can't can't possibly be pronounced the way it looks. These names sound like there was a name generator involved. That'd be a great nickname. John Cruz Cruz. (laughs) You took the name Cruz from Krusty, like from some sort of potato chip. It does feel that way, doesn't it? All right, let's see. And then, then I come up with. John Dunock Cruz. That's the guy. <laughs> well, guess what? He plays a character named Dunock. Hard to believe. Dunock. And Jesse Casper Brown plays Rebel, which is refreshing. If only Syria was breakdancing, we could solve all the world's problems that much faster. Yes. Shabadoo and Boogaloo Shrimp are rolling over in their graves. I don't think they're dead. I was referring to their careers. Oh. All right. <laughs> Does anyone know this movie's coming out? Did we just preview a movie? I, no I, one not, even. Now I do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's why we're here. Why we're here. Andy. I mean, the, the people who are promoting this movies, I think they would love what we're doing. For well, we're pissing on it a little bit, a but lot. sure. Yeah. But at least we're talking about it. Who else in America is doing that? Is the, <laughs> yeah. have you seen one billboard or bus ad for this movie? I think I, I saw. Well, I, we live in Burbank, so no. <laughs> <laughs> is it really in 3D? A dancing movie yeah, in 3D? Yeah, it is. That's the best. You need dancing to pop out at you more. Well, maybe to keep you awake. <laughs> I guess Step Up Three started that precedent. I think that was the Step 3D Up Three. Mm-hmm. Too bad Fast Forward wasn't in 3D. We have the Fast Forward poster up for oh, those yes. who are oh, listening. Yeah. 1980, whatever. Four, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, fast, Adam fast saw forward. that in the theater. I saw this in the theater. My mom dragged me to some weird movies. Fast forward. And sure, t- blame it on your mom. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> weird movie. I mean, to go to. And directed by? Sydney Poitier. Sydney Poitier. Really? Sydney yes. Poitier did a dancing <laughs> yeah. movie? Directed fast forward. I saw that movie, and the one thing I took away from it is I lived in a very small town, and I wanted to move to the city, and I wanted to, you know, get an apartment and put furniture in it and they did they got this apartment this really <laughs> shitty apartment and went down to the street and pulled up a big old nasty couch and put it in their living room and it always bothered me because i was like are there roaches in that couch the whole movie i'm like there's probably roaches in that couch <laughs> they never wowed you with anything else no. to take your mind off of that <laughs> i was really concerned but, but about jumping. the roaches yeah, and i can see that one guy's tummy and they, and they move crazy. into a loft right they paint the whole thing white and oh, they just yeah. run all and over the place dancing dance yeah. Yeah. all the time dancing. because they have to you they have dance. to dance. Their neighbors are always pissed. No, I don't know. Is that kind of like they a post-fame sort of oh, like yeah. uh, Let's Dance as well? I think at that same time. <laughs> That's another one. There are so many movies like this. Yeah. Now that we open up this discussion. <laughs> well, yes, this, you do. Just thinking about the Beat pantheon of, Yeah, Beat Street. Beat Street, the king of the beat. Step up. I saw Beat Step Street. Step up two. Is that called To the Street? To Step the up streets. to the street. Step up to the street. Yeah. Step up 3D. 3D. I love, and I might mean hate when I say that, yes. uh, movies that use the two <laughs> as the word to in a title yeah. i mean that's like that's like teen wolf too it's just but incorrect like <laughs> what, what about your <laughs> as well as what about as well your as electric your electric boogaloo thing oh oh well, yeah i mean this i this is 
the topic I, I wanted to bring up because I um, I don't think I ever saw Breaking. I saw Beat Street. What what rap? What the uh, hip hop? Uh, I'm sorry. What b boying movies is Thank the you. crowd seen here? <laughs> uh, I saw Breaking. Breaking. I've seen Breaking Two. What's the one that's Electric Buggler? Yeah, that's Breaking Two. Breaking Two. Electric Buggler. So so, Bugler. so, yeah. so uh, you did see Breaking Two. Oh, I haven't. I'm, I haven't seen Breaking One. I've seen Breaking Two. Electric. Bugler. Okay, I've only seen. How B- did you get through it, not knowing? Not no, seen the first one. That was my question the whole time. What is happening in this and movie? And are there rope cockroaches in their apartment? Yeah. yeah those are those two questions. Anyway. So so I have only seen, of all the like uh, original B-Boy movies of 83, mm-hmm. the, the B-Boy invasion of 83, much like the Australian movie invasion of 87, right? Like just all of a sudden there was Australians on our screen all the time. Yeah, in Thunderdome, yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but uh, so yeah, I saw Beat Street in Winter Haven, Florida in an all-black theater and it was the only two white 13-year-old kids Certainly. there. Survived getting some things thrown at me there. It was a weird crowd, but they were all going to see Beat Street. Not for nothing, Popcorn Winter Haven, my favorite uh, NASCAR movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes! Popcorn, Popcorn Winter Haven. <laughs> that is a callback. Continue. Uh, anyway, but I've always wondered about Breaking to the Electric Boogaloo because it's such a specific title. Yeah. Now, I never saw Breaking, but I was always fascinated. Actually, a friend of our family wanted to go see what she thought was a double feature, Breaking. Breaking Two and the Electric Boogaloo, uh, that always stuck with me. She's adorable. But it's so specific that I've never, I've always wondered, I've always wanted to see, to see why is it so fucking important to mention the Electric Boogaloo? What is the Electric Boogaloo? Now, has anybody here seen Breaking Two? I've seen it like I've a dozen it. times, and I can't remember what the Electric Boogaloo could is. Same here. So what's no the big idea. deal with the Electric Boogaloo? My thought, because I didn't see it, but my thought was, is it like the Electric Horseman, where suddenly it's when it's time for Boogaloo Shrimp to get his beat on and and win the competition that no doubt there is in this movie. That no yeah. doubt there that is. That he has to go in full electric oh, duds, well, top to bottom, right? That's how they the save the community right? center. He has it's to light up, and he becomes like an electric boogaloo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want to see one of these movies where they're all just collectively like, we're all really great at dancing, and they just dance together and forgo the competition. Yeah. <laughs> like, we all get participatory ribbons, <laughs> and we're just good at dancing. They get that in the first five minutes, and then another 85. Yeah. We don't need to compete with each other. You're doing a pop lock thing. I'm doing a head spinny thing. Speaking of which, Tomato, tomato. Hey, what you say in Act Three? Let's do it at your place. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Mitch, speaking of Mitch, <laughs> come on in here, Mitch. I didn't mention Mitch at all. <laughs> speaking of which, why is it that we are underdogs in a dance competition in this movie that haven't won for fifteen years? You didn't mean, we like invent all that? <laughs> USA, the USA, oh America, the melting the pot guys. that is the USA. <laughs> the movie guys have never won. You a mean break. this be, table? Be well, we're not good at a lot of stuff. <laughs> also, the one thing, I, uh, the only thing I want to say that I like about dance movies is that you can't auto tune dancing. I mean, I know in the movies you can maybe put a wire or something like that, a couple of special effects, but when you see people dance in l- real life, yeah. you can't fake that crap. They're dancing or they're not. They're together or they're not. They Channing know it. Tatum did it. Channing right? Tatum did it. Right. Absolutely. Did he? Yeah. He did. No, he was like an he actual good, yeah. One of them step-ups. I think they used the same technology in that movie that they used for Lieutenant Dan's legs in Forrest Gump. So they faked it all. Green dance legs. Fake, fake legs, man. After I saw Forrest Gump, I said to myself, I'm never trusting anything I ever see in a movie again. Yeah. I, I really yeah, walked out of that one. movie thinking, holy crap, Gary Sinise doesn't have any feet? <laughs> Poor guy lost both his legs. Yeah. Oh, I, that, that was amazing. Just, how'd they do it? I still right, around the table, it. what made you lose faith in movies? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Ordinary people. Lieutenant Dan. Yes. Oh, back to the what countries are good at dancing? Well, this America's China. not good. They China say Korea is. here because and listen, I I videotaped a bunch of dance uh, shows up at City Walk at Universal. They have like World of Dance show up and it's just a bunch of people doing dance routines. And the Asians yeah. are crazy good. They yeah. Bounce and flip so all over the place. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, you know why? They have a low center of gravity. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, is this is the, uh, just as good as they were at acrobatics? You know, when you see like the Chinese acrobatics acrobat yeah, troupe tour yeah, around yeah. or show up at uh, Barnum Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey, they're good. At, they can do these same type of flips and in a dance and pop and lock. Yeah, maybe it's, it's akin crazy. to martial arts. I mean, yeah. this is like yeah. one step away from yeah. martial arts, yeah. right? Well, there's a guy on uh, America's Got Talent right now that combines martial arts and dance, and he does this thing with a jacket where it looks like his head pops down into the middle of the jacket like a robot. Yeah. And that's and that, impressive. You yeah. weren't too full of corn syrup to get that type of stuff done. <laughs> these guys are eating rice and bouncing all over the stage, kicking our ass yeah. in the damn fake uh, dance Contest? Halfway through, we're just like, <gasps> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone hand me my uh, e-cigarette. Where are my e-cigarettes? <laughs> Where are my bugles, doodads, and funyuns? <laughs> There's a shot in this movie of Chris Brown training because he's in this. He's in and, this. Yeah, and one of the shots, he's like punching a punching bag, getting ready to, for the thing. That's how he trains. You just shouldn't show Chris Brown punching <laughs> anything in a trailer. Where is his PR department? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. He had gloves on, so they know. must be thinking, oh. He calls, he calls those vocal warm-ups. Yeah. <laughs> 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 putting in time on a speed bag. He just Ew. needs a guy behind the uh, bag holding it and mouthing off to him like a girl. Once, <laughs> once that movie gets released and people can get a hold of that footage, you know they're just going to superimpose her face oh, yeah. right oh, on that yeah. damn yeah. bag. Yeah. I predict a mashup. Not and I would also like to call out an actor who's in this. His name is Josh Peck. And call him out. Why, you Josh mad at Peck, I call you, you out. My name. <laughs> I guess he, comes from, he came from some Nickelodeon. We're coming right stuff. at you, Josh Peck. I don't know who's Josh Peck. Here. We don't pull no punches. I'm sorry. Did anyone going after Josh Peck. Did you see Red Dawn, the remake of Red Dawn? No. Did you see it, Adam? No. Uh, I'm America, so no. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, good point. <laughs> well, I didn't see it because it's either the original or nothing. Yeah. Wow. John Peck I, I was in the new one. He was terrible. Yeah. <gasps> I had to see that movie, and he was terrible. Well, I guess I would see that for Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Who was who? Who looked like you know Daniel Day Lewis in that cast? Yeah. You know, and he's good and all, but I mean, he looked brilliant next to Josh Peck and the other guys in that movie. He's my first favorite Hemsworth. This guy, son of this a guy bitch. just know, loves saying you? stuff <laughs> all lazy. He's like, eh, with every line he says. You know, he would say. Comes from the Canaroos uh, yeah. <laughs> School of Cool Breeze. Cool Breeze. Cool Breeze. Cool Breeze School That's of what we call Keanu. <laughs> cool Breeze, John, Josh Peck. What's his name? Uh, Josh, Josh Peck. Peck. Josh Peck. Cool, cool Breeze, Josh Peck. Peck. You can believe Mr. Pecker. <laughs> My name is Peck. Yeah, is he dance? Does he dance in this movie? I guess he does. Is he cool? Knew? Breeze is dancing. <laughs> Just right? nonchalant shoulder rolls. <laughs> Every line forever. said like this. Yeah. That's We're all doing something else, Peck. That, that's a good thought. I just had a, I just had a funny thought about it. <laughs> We're popping and locking, we've Peck. Are, we've done that five minutes ago. We've moved on. Come on, Peck. Keep up. Keep up, <laughs> Peck. Keep up. I just had a funny thought because they have to cast this movie. So some of them obviously are professional dancers, and I think they shot. And that's the one thing I would say about this movie is like. Oh, they, yeah, do not. I mean, they make breakdancing super cool. And yeah. breakdancing was like immediately a parody kind of of itself. You know, it uh, became all the break to K-Tel breakdancing videos yeah. and record. With the, oh, sorry. Beep, yeah, thank you. B-boying. But, but, but they make it look cool. But, but, but how, how funny is this? Like when you cast it, because I doubt Peck knows how to B-boy. Uh, okay. Who knows? But 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 you it know comes what? out of Disney or Nickelodeon, one but, of them. So. But every headshot probably required. But every <laughs> headshot that gets submitted for any role always has their roles they played, and then at the bottom it always says 
martial arts. And like, but how funny it would be to cast this movie as like, I right, just turn the resumes over and look at the very bottom and see if they've got dance, modern <laughs> dance, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. check you're into the next round. <laughs> you're into it. Oh, thank God, I put that at the bottom of my yeah. resume. You know, for a, a, about a year, um, a couple of years ago, I decided because I do a lot of musical theater, and I said, all right, I've got to get better at dancing. So uh, three or four times a week, I would go to the Debbie Reynolds Dance School. And yes, that Debbie Reynolds. And she walks around. It's very cute. And uh, I went to the Debbie Reynolds School, and I was taking uh, jazz and tap and musical theater dance. But it's full of all of these kids from all over the world, Brazil, um, different Asian countries. Looking to fill out the last line of their yeah. uh, That's their, what I'm saying. I headshot bet you. Resume. I Looking bet you. Add B-boy into when, this, resume. when this movie came down the pike, they were all like, Yahtzee, they're it, a sight. It is kind of crazy to go in there, and it's such an it's old school full. place with like thoroughly modern Millie yep. and singing in the rain posters, and all you hear is... And it's loud. <laughs> yeah. And they all come out in the hallway, but they all get along, which is kind of neat because you see people from all over the world just all hanging out and getting along. But they all look kind of crazy. Their hair is cut off on one side, and the bangs are all crazy. And then they have these, um, they wear their, their uh, sweatpants. But depending on what kind of dancer they are, they pull up one leg higher than the other. That tells you what kind of dancer they yeah. are? Yeah. Oh. I some thought sort of thing. That's a, that actually is. from the drug culture. Well, they're doing it. Oh, yeah, that's, so, that's yeah, what you're holding, right? Adopted, you got one up? Adopted, buying or selling. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it's buying or selling. Yeah, they, they're doing that. From that. Colors. Yeah, they're doing that dancing. Yeah. Yeah. LL Cool J was always buying. He was always <laughs> 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 Didn't he roll up one leg? I think yeah. he did. I think he was always <laughs> On selling. On the bad cover? <laughs> I was buying whatever he was selling. That makes, you wonder, <laughs> that makes you wonder when the guys whose pants are almost falling down, if they're buying or selling there, too. <laughs> they're selling crack. <laughs> I think that's how they signify. Like, I got some crack. All right, let's focus on Andy. My uncle oh, wrote that joke. Uh, we were talking yeah. about ass crack, and now we can talk about Frito Andy. Lay's Key West. Is that <laughs> a good one? You. That's good. Is that, did I do it? As we ask this of every guest who comes on the show. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Uh, man, oh, man. I, you have your Ghostbusters shirt on. That's probably my favorite franchise, I think you are, are my favorite guest. <laughs> it's good <laughs> stuff. Go. Good stuff. I can quote it. You can stay. For quotability, probably Big Lebowski. Just oh, you can more. now. That's their favorite. You're yeah, doing Is good. It? You've hit three full oh, quarters yeah. of You're the doing table really right there. Well. Excellent. Yeah. In college, it was like a pastime to just like say whole scenes of Lebowski. Isn't it great to watch? We just watch it all the time. Uh, it's the best. And and now that it's, have you watched a documentary about the Lebowski festival and no, how that's taken off? That. The whole thing Kentucky, is. It's so refreshing to know that that. It's not just us. There's a whole. <laughs> isn't, there's a whole sector. People that show up in bathrobes and yeah. the whole deal. Isn't Lebowski yes, yeah. the ultimate vindication of a cult movie? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's like because everybody because there's a failure, total failure of a of a box office film. Yeah, and, and critically, I think, and everything yeah. everything else, and then just I mean because everybody's had like a cult film. You're like, oh, good, there's a cult around that, but that means four people like that, you know? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. But Lebowski, it's like, oh, this is legitimately recognized of it for its quality. Yeah. Well, and for a movie to spin off into a festival, like, I don't know of anything else. Like, Ghostbusters would be a good... That would be awesome. Why isn't there an annual Ghostbusters We should totally start that. (laughs) (laughs) I would help you do that. Who wouldn't want to go to a Ghostbusters festival? More shit to dress as. Totally go to a Ghostbusters festival. Because you've got two characters to dress as for Lebowski. But now I like Lebowski festivals. If you go, they're getting really intricate. Like a guy... There's a line... Uh, who Sam? What's his name? The gruff cowboy. Elliot. Oh, Sam. Sam Elliot. Elliot has a line about the queen and her damned undies. Yeah. And a guy went last year as the queen and his undies. <laughs> like they're getting that. That's they're getting awesome. that like deep line. cut with their costumes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and they walk around. They drink white Russians, right? You I mean, have to be yeah. drinking white Russians. Yeah, yeah. They're always in bowling alleys. I gotta go to. We. I have to go to one of these. But yeah. 
for cult classic favorite and quotability, Big Lebowski's. We've definitely. all got to go see. I got a chance to see Lebowski at the New Beverly, greatest theater on the face of the earth, greatest movie theater ever. Uh, it, they showed Lebowski and packed in there with a full, completely packed crowd. You got to see this movie with a crowd because yeah. we all know it. We've seen it, you know, 30, 40 times or whatever. But the parts where there aren't jokes on screen, you realize how much that's leading up to a major yeah. joke because you can hear that crowd sort of silently getting more anticipatory. It's really wonderful. I love that it's becoming like the modern Rocky Horror Picture Show where yeah. people will go pack in theaters all dressed up and shout their favorite parts and even add their own little interesting takes on all, all the lines. Which is tough to do because the Coen brothers, man, their scripts are always so tight. If you can come up with a line that fits in with that, then I will applaud. That probably drives them crazy. They're probably very anti. I, I, they are. They are. Like, no, that's not the line. No improv that's on the set. That's not the line. Yeah. But it's interesting... <laughs> It's interesting you say the scripts are tight because there's a lot of air in Lebowski and it's very deliberate air. Yeah. You know, like they, that's no, there's not a lot of fast paced dialogue in that, but the air is so <laughs> deliberate and exactly this long. It's that's, very Coen Brothers in that way. I love those are my favorite parts of that movie is Walter's long pauses to react. <laughs> like when Jesus tells him he's going to kick his ass on Wednesday instead, the just lowering of his glasses yeah. to stare at him, that juicy pause. Coen Brothers, I think, are brilliant at that. There's uh, like no line moments. Yeah. yeah. My favorite line with so much air in it is, uh, yeah, well, that's like yeah. your opinion, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it takes as much time as it is deflates. It deflates yeah. itself because of its, it, it's, it's a retort, but it's not. Yeah, but it loses yeah. steam as it goes. <laughs> well, he was perfect to play that part because I, oh, like, I feel like casting. Bridges just takes that long to say things. Yeah. Oh, yeah I've seen him at Comic-Con. He's talking about a... He's talking about a movie coming out in January called Seventh Son for Legendary Films. But he's the dude up there. So yeah. he's pitching this. Seventh Son is this <laughs> mythical epic with dragons, and he plays an old drinking sword swordsman. Oh, I see. that looks cool, yeah. Yeah, but he's talking about, so what, what was it like making this movie? Man, they're dragons, man. And he's know, like, dra I got to act with real <laughs> dragons, dude. Oh, well, when he got the Oscar for True Grit, it was <laughs> yeah. True Grit. Right? Uh, no, or, no, I mean, for, uh, uh, Crazy Art. But, but Lebowski accepted that award. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man, this is, uh, this is, this is, I, I, I can't remember some of the stuff he said, but it was Lebowski. Mind if I smoke a J? Yeah, <laughs> mind if I do a J? <laughs> Fucking A, man. All right, well, let's talk about uh, not just your favorite movie, but what we saw this week in another edition of... What, 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 what did you see? What did you see this week? Jazz hands. So I put it to the table. What did you see this week? Or recently, if you haven't seen something this <laughs> yeah. week, Andy. I just got around to seeing This is the End. I just watched oh, it last night. They that. put it back in theaters so it could cross 100 million because I think everyone in the movie got extra bonuses. Oh, man. Good well, was that back Plus, in theaters? more people should see it. Yeah, yeah, and it still probably is. Oh, I'm going to go see it. Like, like story, it's not like any sort of story or anything, but it's a fun movie. And oh, if I you're a fan of any of those guys, like Danny McBride, I'm a huge Danny McBride. Yeah. Oh, then that's perfect. And to He's see amazing. him playing a heightened version of, an, uh, of himself... And just like he ruining the rationing of an apocalypse, just like eating all their food. It's it's really fun. And there's moments where it's great. And like the the kind of a heightened idea that other people have of themselves, they play that up. Like mm -hmm. Jonah Ray carries himself as this Oscar or Jonah Hill. Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray. <laughs> My buddy Let's get Jonah him on Ray. The show. Shout out. Shout out to Get Jonah him on Ray. the show. Tell him. Tell him. He'll do it. Him, get He'll him on do the show. it. Do knock. We call him do knock. Yeah, that's <laughs> <Jonah Ray. laughs> 
<laughs> but Jonah Hill, uh, like he plays up the whole uh, Oscar nominated, carrying yeah. himself as like a dramatic guy now. And he's also super sweet too, yeah. which yeah, is like crazy because he always is like, a, yeah, he's kind of a. That's the thing dude. I always loved when when and, and Ben Stiller used to do it so well in Curb Your Enthusiasm or Extras. Yeah. play a heightened version of him as a huge dickhead. Yeah, and so that's why I wanted to see this movie so bad, but just missed it because it's a whole cast playing yeah. heightened versions. The of best, Michael Sarah, and the best yeah. of it. I was gonna say is Michael Sarah plays this like oh, God, yeah. out there asshole version of <laughs> coped out version of himself. That's just so funny. Oh, I'm so in. I'm yeah. glad that's if you back. just want to hear those guys tell funny jokes and say funny one-liners, that's the movie. Yeah, they yeah. put it in a setting of whatever. Doesn't matter. Put all these guys at a baseball game. You know, it'll yeah. just be hilarious because yeah. the dialogue is so funny. And you've seen the lead guy's penis, right? I'm sorry, James Franco. James Franco. James you saw penis. James Franco's dick. Oh, what's yeah. it look like? What's the it look dick like? that's in his in his apartment? The big oh, giant. Oh yeah, thing. I saw that in a warehouse. Oh. It's, like a, it's like a mache paper mache. Yeah, 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 that whole thing. It's where I keep my dick in a warehouse. It blew the tip off. <laughs> now the latest. No, Franco's hilarious in that movie. He might be yeah, the funniest they're one. They're all just playing all themselves. Comics, is, is like the, the things that they do with the idea of what what their natural self is. is really that's a must see. Yeah, it is a little rapey though. It gets a little rapey. <laughs> oh, I heard There's this. a lot of rapey jokes, yeah. They no. use the word rapey. <laughs> I'm just Yeah, yeah. but it's like it's mystical. Awesome. Her- rapey on Hermione. You yeah. get a little rapey on yeah. Hermione. <laughs> yeah. But they, they play games. that up, yeah. What'd you say? I saw War Games. Oh, the oh. original? Oh, it's like, yes, and I saw it on... Oh, wait, they never remade that. But it's it feels like, like they did. <laughs> he was, <laughs> was like 30 years old. He was just sitting there <sighs> flipping through TV, and all of a sudden he just saw it on like some cable channel. I saw it on Comedy Central. Oh. Or Sci-Fi or something. Did sci-fi they have commercials? Probably. They did, and they cut the crap out of that movie. Oh. Not uh-huh. for not for content, because I my sensitivities would be insulted. Yeah. But they wananted to squeeze it in in 45 minutes. So let's see if we, let's see if we can get <laughs> this through. Let's see if we can get this thing through. Let's get and, these uh, games yeah, started. Let's go. Boom. And... <laughs> the whopper bum we're done you know it's weird sometimes they'll they'll make it like two and a half a two-hour movie two and a half hours still cut a ton out yeah. of it they have so many commercials yeah. it's a half hour long yeah yeah so i can't even do movies but on i was anymore. reminded of just what an amazing film that is. that's just a fun fun oh, 1980s movie. movie it's such an 80s movie it's just got it's got dabney coleman in it <laughs> i wish we had dabney coleman still I we did, well we did I, I, we had boardwalk empire up yeah. oh, oh is yeah he, is he running around is he, he was yeah we this character but do you remember but <laughs> not a lot to do on Board Dabney Empire. Coleman was a major. Th- he was, he in was all in kinds of literally stuff. Literally in every movie in 1984. He was in Cloak and Dagger with the kids yeah. from ET. Nine to five. That? And didn't oh. they have an Atari game? Was the thing they were looking for Cloak and Dagger? Yeah. Oh, I never saw Cloak and Dagger. I never did I either. But I remember the commercial. I did see Flight of the Navigator. You saw it was an Atari game. Jamie chiming in. Jamie. No, see Is it on Netflix? Oh, oh Jamie awesome. owns Cloak and Dagger. Should you want to borrow it? There well, you go. I uh, do you own War Games? Because I put it on my list of movies to see. Oh, put it on. Uh, should you, I have that on there? Oh, you should. Yeah, you, you haven't seen you, it. You've no. Got, is that Sarah Jessica Parker? No, it's um, Oh no, it's it's uh, Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Oh, that's right. I like her less than Sarah. And there's this Parker, great line and where perfect Matthew Broderick. Yeah, there's oh, I like page. Matthew Broderick. Where there, um, I also like really old machines like computers. Like that makes oh, me happy. Oh, you'll see it. It's all tape drives destroying versions. the world in that yeah. movie. Yeah, good. She types. Like... She types in her iPhone. Oh, <laughs> no, it was the it was the Whopper you're thinking about. The Whopper, <laughs> the, the computer that they use. No, but there's this great line. I, I, you just don't hear them anymore. They they're plotting this. They're, they're playing the game. Everyone knows the movie except for Caring, right? Would you like? I know that the yeah, word yeah, game, game is in there, so something's going on with the game. Yeah. And so he pulls a, an early Ferris Bueller where he hacks into the computer of the school and changes her grade. 
yeah. like three quarters away through the movie, they're about to enter nuclear annihilation for the world, and Ali Sheedy turns to Matthew Broderick and says, "This has nothing to do with my grade, does it?" <laughs> like, because, like that was what put everything into motion. <laughs> yeah. I love watching computer hacking of the 80s, oh. too. Right, because it's that little square. The physical idea of it. Yeah. Let me just break into the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> blip, 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 blip. And they're all doing it on oh, dial-up. The phone modem. Right? The phone right? modem. Yeah. yeah, the dial-up phone oh, <laughs> oh, That time. What and a silly time. And it all sounds time. like that, too. There it is. <laughs> Would you like to play a game? Oh, I saw Pitch Black. Or sorry, Pitch Black Three. Or sorry, <laughs> Electric wait. Bugaloo. Riddick. Chronicles <laughs> Pitch Riddick. Black Pitch Black Three. Two T O O. The Blackening. You're now in the danger zone. T O O. Step up to the Riddick. Yeah, and you liked it. Did Step you like to it, the yeah? Riddick? I did. Oh, boy, what a major fail for the advertising campaign of that fucking movie. Because you remember the advertising campaign? It starts with like him chained up. Yeah, and those he's weird like, beasts. Whenever you release me, I'm going to mm-hmm. kill you in five seconds. And then they're like, all of a sudden, there's all kinds of creatures outside yeah. the ship. And oh my God. Oh, yeah. And so you're like, oh, they just took it. Like, because Chronicles of Riddick tried to set up this huge mythology. And you're like, oh, they just said, fuck that. And then put him right back in the exact same plot as Pitch Black. And I was like, oh, it looks like they just went directly back to Pitch Black, which is what that ad is supposed to make me think of. But there's so much shit in that movie that's awesome and cool sci-fi stuff. I mean, you got to like sci-fi to like it. But I think you could play to like a really sci-fi fan thing. The first 20 minutes is him alone on a desolate planet. Yeah, I like the whole Wally just part. Just breathing heavy. Remember, <laughs> it's him alone in a grease screen Doing in Van Nuys. <laughs> yeah. Adam, it's a, um, you, you know, can you're go. not far off, actually. <laughs> I mean, it really is like he's kind of working out so he can do shit. At the I'm beginning. telling you. But Adam, you can, um, you can go ahead and say it. Just go ahead and say it for the rest of us. Go ahead. It wasn't the movie you expected. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, based on the advertising campaign. That's all I'm saying. Based on the For, for you listeners out there, I will give the counter argument. I did not like Riddick. I thought it started out great as a sci-fi movie that really was super confident because there was very little dialogue. He had to sort of make his way around this planet that he didn't know about. Uh, and then as it Frank went along... Fr- Frank Frazetta backdrops all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but it was, then it became, when it expanded, it became more of the things I liked least about it and lost parts that I liked the most. Okay. So the dumb dialogue came in, and it wasn't a lot of that at the beginning, and I got disappointed. Then there was like a ton of gore, and it wasn't a whole lot at the beginning, and I got disappointed by that. And then the oh. aliens come in, and they're not necessary by that point. It's just the last third of the movie. But I got to tell you, man, it it knows where its bread is buttered. The fucking annoying guy that you want to get killed the whole time, and you know you're going to wait till almost the end before he gets killed, it's very enjoyable to watch him get beat up constantly because everybody hates him. And you know Riddick's going to kill him in the end. I think he kills him in the trailer, actually. It's that guy. That was one of the goriest ways he went, but it was entertaining. Yeah, but the thing that, 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 that I think is hard for a movie to recapture from Pitch Black is not that there's creatures and they're trying to elude the creatures, but it's the Riddick coming out of the dark and taking someone with him. And so there's like this group yeah. of people, and Riddick's like, I mean, it, it does a cool thing where, where Riddick uh, call, basically shows himself on radar, and therefore bounty hunters head in, which is great because that's from Chronicles of Riddick, like people, bounty hunters wanting him. Uh, and so two sets of bounty hunters come in, and he makes them implode, just striking from the darkness. And I think that's so pitch black, and I love that they captured that, which you almost forget is the reason you kind of liked Riddick to begin with in pitch black, because we're way past that and way past that in Vin Diesel's career, that I'm like, oh, they captured that, and I kind of forgot. And there's this great moment where they're like having this conversation about Riddick's out there, and he's going to get us or something like that. And one guy turns around, and he, and he turns back, and there's Riddick dragging the other guy away into the darkness. And I'm like... 
that is key. And that's so cool. I didn't. I didn't need the aliens, but yet they showed up. So I mean, that would I would t- carry that plot to the end of the movie. But then aliens showed. That up. That was just them saving money on a fight choreographer. Yeah. <laughs> so just do turn that the lights off. <laughs> And we're all, yeah, beat we're up. all beat up. Nobody had to worry about anything. All right, we got something else for you here, uh, Andy. Oh it's my a gosh. little something we like to call. Five. Uh. Haha. <laughs> Said five. Uh. What? Yeah, five. Uh. <laughs> questions for other guests. So it's five questions for other guests. And in this case, that's very true. Yes. <laughs> oh, Andy's looked ahead. Sorry, sorry. I'll put ahead my blinders of, on. Right. Yes, because these are questions for guests who aren't Andy Peters. Okay. This right. is kind of this is kind of meta. These are questions that weren't for Matt Bronger. Yes, <laughs> that's now, true. Yeah, we have And now they're not for you. We haven't let that cat out of the bag. Yeah, Matt yet. Bronger was. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm to a be last here. minute replace. Though. He got sick. Yeah. So we're, we're thrilled to have Andy here, uh, and we'll get Matt on again in the future when yeah, he's not yeah. so sick. Mm-hmm. But. Um, let me know if he gets sick exactly, again. Exactly, right? <laughs> double replacement. Yeah, start that's dipping right. stuff in I'm his I'm not coffee. above double replacement. Dude, that's how I, I get all my best jobs. If somebody else gets sick, I can't make it, I'm there. So to that's get, how I just call casting right? agents. Who's sick? Who's sick? Who's sick? I'll come down. To get but to if know you didn't better, get sick, Andy. we wouldn't know you, Andy. That's so. right. I'm how very, fun. Here's how we get to know you even better. And he likes Ghostbusters and all your favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. He's the best. He never mentioned Raiders of the Lost Ark, so we'll see if he's he back. I am. I'm into it. Andy, why did you decide to go back to North Korea a second Time. <laughs> <laughs> We're just curious. Um, it was it was a uh, it was uh, it was a recipe that I tried the first time that I had to get back to. Oh, the North <laughs> Korean cuisine. North yeah. Korean North Korean cuisine, well, not course. Korean cuisine. Yeah, right. the South Korean cuisine. specific. Okay. It's garbage. <laughs> South Korean's garbage. You gotta go. You gotta go to the dangerous areas to get the good. Uh, what is Korean cuisine? Pho. Uh, you were I there. Get the good fun. <laughs> I, I think that's interesting because you talk about the North Korean cuisine, and I don't mm-hmm. know if many of the people that live in Korea are having the North Korean cuisine. I know. They get are, it in rations. Are most Yeesh. of them starving? <laughs> From Zoon Kong. Now, now you said you had to go Lil back Kim. to get the recipe. Did you write it down but lose it? And then nope, you came back I got to like, go, go back again. <laughs> I got to go back again. <laughs> write it's it down. I'm not, good at, I'm not good at writing things. Don't had write my phone hit delete. Andy, I, I'm I'm yeah. curious. Uh, yes. How did you feel about all the uh, racist tweets about you after mm. you won the Miss America contest? <laughs> it was it was absurd. Yeah, I'm not uh, <laughs> Middle Eastern, oh, which was okay. the main thing. Right? I'm uh, what am I? Indian, <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> like uh, Indian, like India I'm or from India, India. Like, from India. I oh, would from say India. ask Twitter what you are, but I think that's going to get yeah. off into a whole place. <laughs> Last time I checked, there's place. no in- Indian from India terrorists, and that wasn't that the big thing they were calling me was some sort of terrorist? Yeah, terrorist. This is your question, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I can't answer for That's you. what they were calling me. Okay. And I'm I think I'd it. be more upset that you're a dude, but whatever. <laughs> there are well, no but woman. how good did I look during the telecast? You look hot in your swimsuit. Very nice. Pretty passable as a hot Hot lady from lady. India. You won. You beat all those other bitches. Yep. And yep. the talent portion. Don't even remember what it was. Was it good? You went down on a banana. Was I good? <laughs> <laughs> but you were good at it. Only in Great. India. Great. Well, went down on it with a peel, but then it came back no peel. That's, that was, that was, that's uh, what we're talking about. That's how we do it in India. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Andy, <laughs> Yeah. where do you find the inspiration for your rhymes? Well, Jesus is a big one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably number one. And uh, and funny that you ask, uh, breakdancing movies of the early 80s. Oh, uh, or, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Actually, I guess that was going to be my second part was, where do you find the inspiration for your funky fresh beat? But I think, I think you've answered both. Now, okay, so uh-huh. you said Jesus is the inspiration. So JC. W- what rhymes with Jesus? Pleases? 
And Beezus? Pleases is a good one. And yeah, and then uh, when you're as good as, at the rap game as me, you just make up rhymes for words. You just add syllables yeah. to other words, like Feezus, Beezus. And Beezus. Measus. He's got the Measus. My beats. My beats. I'm all itchy because yeah. I got the Measus. My Jesus is all like a cheese. Yeah, you as fresh as Jason and the Golden Fleeces. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, I'm curious. What message, uh-huh. what message are you sending to other world leaders by being photographed so much shirtless? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is that about? It's it just be more adventurous, be more of an adventure man. Uh, swim with piranhas, mm-hmm. zip line across the Alps, <laughs> all with no shirt on. I'm just no trying shirt. to get the Obamas and the other leader, the other leaders of the world that I can't think of <laughs> off the top of my head. The Obamas <laughs> and the Obamas. It's only like a hundred countries. <laughs> and the Prime Hillary Clintons. The Obamas. <laughs> Just go shirtless, whatever the you Anthony can. Anthony Villaraigosa's. You know that really <laughs> hot chick from Argentina? Where's she, the qu- princess or something? She should go shirtless. Take it the off. Queen of Jordan, Queen yes, Nora. Yes, Queen Nora should go shirtless. Yeah. Extreme sporting as well. That's also. A lot of extreme. <laughs> well, you know, just activities, you add the word extreme to it, do without a shirt. That's that's the name of my game. Extreme fishing. Extreme uh-huh. lounging. Golfing. Extreme yeah. hiking. Klondike. Extreme dog walking. Take your shirt off. It's extreme. I think you're right. That's my message to the people. Take your shirt off and anything's extreme. I think he's right. If there wasn't video evidence of this, this podcast, we could just do it shirtless. Well, we may not need yeah, video evidence right. of this, but I have yeah, my final question for yeah. uh, another guest. What's your most embarrassing tattoo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably uh, the tattoo of my own face on my face. <laughs> so you oh, don't even know it's there. Yes, I can't see it. You can't even oh. see that it's there. It's really But it's healthy. my face tattoo. It's the same size? <laughs> it's, it's a face. Yep. It's just a layover. It's, it's the perfect... Uh, it's it's the guy did a really good job. Apparently, it's great of my face on my face. Now that I'm looking closer, he did tattoo smaller nostrils, which you'd think would be impossible. <laughs> now, in the future, you think you ever get someone else's face tattooed on your face? You know, that might ruin the tattoo of my uh, face on right, my right, face. Right, right. But I you'd might have to get, get the first one removed, right? Like getting <laughs> Mike Tyson's face on your face, which would be a face tattoo over of your, your face. face tattoo. Just get a younger one of you every year. Yeah. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. You know but you always have to have a five o'clock shadow, right? Yeah. Okay, yes. that's good. You that's made like that very choice important. and you said this is what I'm very going with. Hey, George Stick Michael did the same it. thing and it worked for him. Although so. he has yep. to get it touched up when it turns into a three o'clock shadow. <laughs> 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 All right, Andy, thanks for uh, playing the five questions. Okay, but stick around. We're going to turn things over yep. to Karen now for oh. her big send-off, celebrating is, the birthdays of those This is where we get really make entertainment tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this All is right. the entertainment tonight. <laughs> this is a fun <laughs> one. All right. Of the uh, show. Music, please. Okay. That scared me. Let's start off our birthdays this week by wishing a happy birthday to Jada Pinkett Smith, who turns 42, Nicole Ritchie, who turns 31, and Kevin Zagers, who turns 28. But... Never mind that shit. Here comes Mungo. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Dogs and cats living together. Massesteria. <laughs> so oh we goodness. can start our Bill Murray Lollapalooza by wishing a very happy birthday to Mr. Bill Murray. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Hey, Mr. Hey. Bill Murray. Karen's favorite actor That's of all. That's big time stuff. This is Look awesome how hard stuff. her nipples are. I'm so excited. <laughs> Size A, my ass. Yeah. Okay. They're like can, D's now. With right? Because Bill Murray's in. <laughs> Bill Murray can play anywhere. nipples are an A. <laughs> Thank you. He can play anywhere from Polonius. Ophelia's father in Hamlet, 
to Bosley and Charlie's Angels, all in the span of the same year. Wow. <laughs> Talk about range. Yeah. And if you've listened or watched just one episode of the movie, guys, you are no stranger to my love of the great Bill Murray. So to celebrate this lovable recluse, let's play What Are Karen's Top 7 Bill Murray Movies? <laughs> okay. Groundhog All Day. All right. Let me check these off. I like it went to seven because yes. you couldn't decide on five, right? right? There was two ties. I knew it. Seven? <laughs> that's so okay. Karen. All right. That's right. Groundhog Day. Jazz and Ghost Oh, yes. what a classic. Where the Buffalo Run? Stripes. No, but I do like that. Oh, Stripes. Mad I do Dog like... and Glory. No, I don't have that on there. Well, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Meatballs. Yes. No, but I like that one, too. It's I'm hard. shocked I like Meatballs them. is not on there. It's okay. No, it's but there's another. Rushmore. Nope. Uh, okay, Karen, your list is wrong. Yeah, no. what's wrong with your list? <laughs> no. Hey, your yeah. list of your favorite uh, Bill Murray's movies is wrong. But think about there's how great movie. the movies are you've forgotten. So, <laughs> I know, those are on the list. But there's one movie that's very oh, awesome. Caddyshack. Oh, right, come on. It's in, it's in the hole. Broken Flowers. Yes! Oh! Love that movie. You know why I love that movie? Because Bill Murray goes around to all the girls that he once had relations with, and he just shows up, and I'm like, fuck, I wish he would just show up at my house <laughs> oh. with flowers. Yeah, now you know Life the other aquatic, one. Life Aquatic, right? Life Aquatic? Life aquatic. No, no. no, the other one. That didn't make the list. Not Life the other aquatic. one. That's too, a little too that, weird for Karen, I think. Yeah, a little too Now I know what it is. Now well, I, I mean, that's not really classic Bill Murray. Yeah. So. What's the Coppola one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. What's what is it? Lost so, in Translation. That's yes. the one. Yes, and there's what one more. And, and once Andy said Broken Flowers, I said uh, Lost in yeah. Translation. You got to think of under. all of those yeah. like, okay. quiet There's one more. Movies. I'm going to throw one out that pro- might not be on there, but maybe it is. Uh, Bigger than life. Larger than life. I would say I the most, one of the most underrated Bill Murray movies, and the very last one in which he was a lead, The Man Who Knew Too Little. That's a good one, but that's not the one. It's okay. not Larger Than Here's, Life? I'm sailing. Here's one of my oh, favorite. What about, oh. Bob? what about Bob? That's what I was gonna say. Right, yes. I was just gonna say that. All right, so we're gonna continue That's a good one. with some continuing with some interesting tidbits about the hurricane. Have you ever, did you ever hear that? The hurricane. I saw what you did there. Dan, the actually, Dan, I stole it from Dan Aykroyd. He nicknamed yeah. Bill Murray that because of his consistent mood swings. <laughs> also, the hurricane is a cocktail. So, gentlemen who drink, tell me if this would be any good. It contains bourbon, basil. Elderflower, watermelon, and pepper. What? What's elderflower? I do not even know. <laughs> but next time you're out drinking, get oh, yourself man. a hurricane. All right, fun facts about Bill Murray. His favorite musical is Oklahoma. And I played Ada Wandy twice, so I think he should call me. That go. is Very a important. fun fact. That talk is Oklahoma. a fun fact. Oklahoma. That fact, that fact is, uh, bring that fact to a party. I'm telling you, Bill Murray singing <laughs> Oklahoma would be awesome. So now, here, this is kind of fun. There were several movies, I'm telling you, I didn't even list them all, that Bill Murray was cast in, but he turned them down. And I'm talking big-ass parts. Titanic. No, no. not that one. No, no, for the part of Rose. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that's what I meant. Do you guys know? The part of Titanic. The part of He was going to play the ship. He's going to play the iceberg. <laughs> uh, these are huge he parts. He on the captain well. Yes, he would have been very good White at the captain. Beard. Paul, one yeah. of your favorite characters. A, uh, I looked at these, so I feel oh, like I'm cheating okay. if I okay. guess what How many are. are there? We're, we're There's a couple. But I'll okay. just tell you. Han Solo in Star Wars. Oh, no, no. no way. Yes, yes. That's a fact. That's really? a fact. Yeah. Dusty Bottoms and the Three Amigos, the Chevy Chase part. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That would have been Absolutely. really good. Yeah. I'm Probably glad better, that didn't happen, though. That's one of my favorite movies I love that movie, time. right? Yeah. Yeah. Chase was a little on drugs, though. Maybe Bill Murray might have woken <laughs> that up a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, that was before Bill Murray fell asleep as a career choice. Yeah, right. He took a little hiatus. Yeah. Uh, now, this one's kind of cool, and I think it would have worked. Daryl Van Horn in The Witches of Easterwick, the Jack Nicholson part. Oh, mm, yeah. How oh, cool that would, have been would that have been? Yeah. Yes. Of course, Bruce Wayne, Batman. 
Michael yes. Keaton got it instead. I, I heard that. That, that now, how crazy would that be? Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's very separate productions. The 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 one that they were trying to mount in like '83 was the one that was with Bill Murray. Uh, yeah, and that I was think it and that was going to be an over. Ivan Reitman thing too. And yeah, yeah. But hmm. then it went to who eventually directed it. But that's like before Tim Burton. Tim Burton, Tim Burton wasn't Tim thinking Burton. of Bill Murray. No, yeah. I don't think so. And then this is totally would have been perfect. Eddie Valent in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was played by Bob Hoskins. Yeah. How oh, great would that have been? I fun. wish he were in that, actually. I do, too. And that's what, yeah, that would have been better with him. You think so? I like I Bob, Has- so. Bob Hos- yeah, Hoskins. Bob I mean. Hoskins? I love the guy. Hoskins. I love, I love that actor, Bob Hoskins. I love Robert De Niro. I love Al Pacino. Sorry, guys. My favorites. I've been diagnosed with Bob Hoskins. Dustin Hoffman. All right, I'll do two more, and then I'll like Charlie Babbitt in Rain Man, the Tom Cruise part. Justin Hoffman wanted him to play his brother. Uh, How cool. It is underwear wherever you buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Underwear? It's underwear. Cincinnati or whatever. Voice got really high in that movie. Ray, am I using you? Yes. He he is answering a question from a half hour ago. <laughs> God, I need to see that again. I know, right? right? I can hear him doing all that. The other one Bill Murray almost uh, played, but he decided not to, was Forrest Gump. Huh. Right? I could have seen that. That would have been I, fun. He would have been awesome in that. Would have been funnier. Mm, it would have been, been a lot funnier. It would have been now. funnier. I wouldn't want to see him play that uh, off version of himself the way that Tom Hanks did. I mean, oh, yeah. I buy a Tom Hanks off version of himself, mm-hmm. but I just don't want to see. Oh Bill yeah, Murray like I kind of oh, wouldn't right. want to see him be see like slow. Uh, yeah, slow. I just oh. want to see Bill Murray have that. Adventure. Yeah, exactly. I don't need him to be kind of tough. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could see him more in that uh, <laughs> in that sort of uh, what's what's the movie he was just in the Wes Anderson movie, the father in that. Yeah, yeah, oh, the, the Moonrise Kingdom. Gump, oh yeah, yeah it's funny. Uh, and also, did you guys know that we all know that Bill Murray was gonna he only played Venkman and Ghostbusters because John Belushi had died. But this really surprised me. Their other three characters were cast with somebody else, too. Now, we know that um, uh, this is horrible. Oh, originally, originally Zedemore was Eddie Murphy. Right. Yeah. That one. Do you know who uh, Dan Eckert's character was originally? Dick Cavett. Glenn, John, Glenn Close, Close. John Candy. And get Liam this, Hemsworth. Egon, John Candy, I can see that, yeah. Egon was originally going to be Christopher Walken. Oh, and and uh, and it was supposed to be Belushi as well. Yeah, that would be the Bill Murray part. Oh, yeah, the Bill passed. Murray part. Yes. And wow. lastly, Bill Bob Murray. Hopscotch. Bob Hopscotch. Bob Hopscotch. <laughs> Babs Hopscotch. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up, I promise Egon. you. <laughs> lastly, I also found out what Bill Murray said to Scarlett Johansson at the very end of Lost in Translation. <gasps> Wait, oh. spoiler alert. I don't want to know, but actually, you're, you're, I'm going to tell you. Well, a, actually, this isn't. Um, Bill Murray never said this. It was left for him to ad lib, and he never actually divulged the information. But somebody went in and they did an audio enhancement of it, what? and they think this is what he said. And I think it's totally clever and awesome. He says, "I have to be leaving, but I won't let that come between us." Okay. Of course, there were a couple of other rumored things that he said. One is, "I can I say something that's eating me? Why don't you go tell that guy the truth?" Okay. And my favorite, keep away from Woody Allen. I'm the only creepy old man you should be hanging around with, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to say happy birthday to Bill Murray, and we have some special Bill Murray music. Can you please hold the goddamn hammering? (laughs) (laughs) Bill Murray, I think, has been quoted as saying that there was a secret shared between two lovers. Secret between two the lovers. So what I'm saying is just something they're guessing. We don't know if it's Karen true. Karen has broken out a gigantic yeah, prop for you YouTube watchers. <laughs> I have a birthday present for all of us to celebrate Bill Murray's birthday. Oh, cookies? Can you play the the song that Bill Murray's singing? Andy, every once in a while there's treats on the podcast. It I'm kind of hoping. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. God. This is awesome. It's a Bill Murray 
cake. It's got a picture of Bill Murray celebrating That's his own amazing. birthday. That is and it's got little flowers <laughs> like in his beard. Uh, put that as a close-up of the camera. Not yeah. too close. You'll fuck up Paul's camera, but that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, Happy uh, birthday, Bill Murray. That's Karen's Call favorite me. actor of all time. And uh, a, a, a very noble uh, <laughs> dedication to Bill Murray on his 62nd birthday. I think we all love him. Who doesn't love Bill Murray? I mean, everybody loves everybody him. Oh, I know. No matter how old he are. He's a national is. treasure. And I with that cake, I think that wraps up. I like him almost as much as I like Andy. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, that wraps up another showcast, everybody. Together we are the movie guys. Individually we are. Movie guys. Follow us on Twitter at the, that hateful place Twitter at the movie guys. We on, hate Twitter. Well, uh, what they did to that Miss America. Good oh, Lord. so Angry. racist. Uh, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys as well as on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, all that bullshit. Thanks to Andy Peters. Hey. Yeah. Thanks what is for that? having me. Huh? Andy Go underscore Peters. Stronger, stronger. That's what I say. <laughs> Go to andypeterscomedy.com to find out everything he's up to. Stand up, TV appearances, and more. And thanks to Jamie Clark Elvington in charge of watching the board. And I think she's re recording Mixer. It's all crazy. And watching uh, 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 Cloak and Dagger for us. (laughs) She watched it, so we don't have to. And thanks to uh, Steve Scholes, as always, uh, providing uh, great writing. Steve Holt. For the show. And uh, remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. Thanks for listening. Steve, I'm going to have your piece of cake if that's okay. Is that all Good? Okay. <laughs> Bill Murray, call me. I could feel <laughs> at the time There was no way of knowing Falling leaves in the night Who can say